everybody. Welcome back to the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, and I'm joined by Daniel. Hi. And Daniel. Gooey gooey. And what we do, if you're not familiar with our podcast, is we t- come every day, or not every day, every Monday we release an episode to, to all the podcasting services, and we sit down, we have a conversation, usually about nerdy subjects, could be comics, games, movies, you name it. Uh, it could be a mix of the things, and we just have one topic each, and we have a fun discussion for your enjoyment. So, um, how you guys been? Good. Good. Zelda. Too, too much Zelda still. <laughs> we should change the weekly DLC brought to you by Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Uh, you still been uh, chugging along? Dude, I'm like... I beat the four Guardians, but... So you beat the I game? A, is what you're no, I have about. a long way to go, dude. Just just looking at the progress. When you're not going for the, those, what do you do? Do you just roam around or do you like go for side quests, gather I just, material? Like, well, I know like certain areas of the map has a shrine, so I'll kind of like... If it's like bare, I'll kind of like just... Roam around that area, looking around. Okay. So, cool. What about you, Warriors? I've been playing Mass Effect. Still? Still. Enjoying it? Yeah. Uh, I've been stuck on the multiplayer. Okay. I haven't been... The Is moment... It... I, I played single player until I got up to the multiplayer, and I haven't moved further in single player. Okay. That. Yeah. So it's... It's it's uh, definitely got its teeth in you, huh? It's yeah, well, good game because it, it reminds me of how the original, uh, well, not the original, but how Mass Effect Three had it, had the multiplayer, and I really really enjoyed it when it came out that time. Yeah, and it's not, I don't think it's still as good as multiplayer for Mass Effect Three, like the Horde mode it had, right? Yeah, this is different. It it, it does. It's the same thing. Waves, you know, oh, okay. you get money and you buy um, crates that unlock either characters, more guns, okay, stuff like that. Um, and it's just fun. I, I really enjoy a horde. I, I guess a horde mode type where it's just waves. Yeah. And, but I remember. I think in three, you were able to. Um, you were able to go past a certain round and keep going, and and it boosted up your your rewards. In this one, it ends on round seven. Defend, round seven is extraction. Yeah, uh, it's it's extraction. And if you don't, if you're not in the zone by the time the time ends, it's just game over already. Oh, you sure. don't even even if you're doing really well and you're just trying to kill everything, it's just game over. Okay, sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, my my like news content, ninety percent of the things I hear about Mass Effect are just always about all these glitches, how the developers are addressing these glitches. Now it's sort of become a pseudo GamerGate kind of thing, mm-hmm. which was a while like they were hounding some of the the animation developers, and they like. They went after the wrong, like, they went after one that they thought was working on the animation. Yeah. Like, the lead animator. Was, oh, yeah. And I think, I don't know the full story, but it, it became a shitstorm for no reason. And then they clarify, like, some of the individuals clarifies like, this is not unwarranted. Like, you, singling out a single developer. We might have talked about this I think we did But, yeah, 90% of the things I've been hearing about Mass Effect haven't really talked about the good qualities. And I feel like right. it's, it's kind of cool to, it's, it's refreshing to hear some some positives because yeah. I, I think it's a cool franchise I hope it doesn't die out I don't think it will it's it's a pretty Bioware's solid yeah. I think they hit some kinks and it's, it's, I don't know gaming gaming is developing is pretty hard I've had fun with the uh, with the single player too but again Sweet. I I go I, I'll go to I find a quest and, and that's the next thing I'm <laughs> on and it, it's taking forever I don't oh my gosh I put I don't know how many hours already in this game and i'm not mm. even not even a dent just because of how i play it that yeah way. yeah 
if I just played, you know, main quest, I'm sure I'd be much, much further closer to being a problem. Okay. Um, myself, it's been an exciting time. Um, at the time of this recording, Destiny 2 has just been announced and has a release date of September of this year. Me too. And I am so stoked. I was worried for a second that I had too few games to play this year. Like, like there's not enough to keep me entertained in video games, but and now it's too many games. Now, <laughs> too many cooks. Too many, too many games. Too many amazing things are happening. Like I feel like games, it's it's hitting on all the stars. Like Zelda's keeping my time. I want to put time into Mass Effect. Uh, Neo was awesome. Near Automata is a game I really want to get into. Um, Persona Five. Persona Five is one like I've never been into them, but I looked at some of the gameplay. It looks really stylish, really cool. It is I that feel like Persona Five? Uh, con- um, PS4. Uh, PS4. Okay. Next Tuesday. Because I, I feel most April of the Persona, 4th, most of the Persona games have been uh, a mobile or not mobile. So I think the the one that like was on 3DS, Vita was like once on um, Golden on Persona. PS4. Persona Four Golden was yeah. the last one, and that one had previously that was like a definitive edition of a ps2 or ps3 oh, okay one. okay so that was a console and then they brought it to the video gotcha, so. gotcha. but it looks cool and then yeah and i was like okay i'll have plenty to play i mean for honor was one that i love and now destiny i was like oh it's so good to to go back games aside um i'm excited i just finished watching legion oh, the season ended too good it i i mean granted i knew some friends that had been watching it and they dropped out of it and I don't blame them because it's very the very beginnings episodes are very disorienting. Did they get to the reveal or no? no. I, well, I think they got like two or three episodes in. Okay. Which is, I mean, it's the first season. It was like eight episodes total, but solid show. Very much enjoyed it. Um, very. I think they they got renewed for season two, so yes. that's cool. Samurai Jack's been awesome on uh, Adult Swim. So, I mean, just all these shows and games I'm playing, movies coming out. It's a good time. Yeah. Be a lot of shows though yeah yeah a lot of everything like i feel like everything's on overload it's like we want you to numb to what's going on with reality yeah. if it's shitty <laughs> are you gonna watch iron fist no i probably won't i mean yeah. i've seen so like at first it was just the word of it and i was like eh, it's kind of like meh at best mm-hmm. and then i watched a clip of it and it was like an article saying there are literally like 52 clips edit cuts Within like a thirty second fight clip, and I watched it. Like I was like, okay, that I don't know if that sounds bad or not because I, I just I have to see it to to like gauge whether it's good or not. It was so disorienting, and it wasn't even in a good way. It wasn't like I know people are bothered by like Batman Begins. It's like a flurry of movements and stuff. It wasn't even that. It just looks shitty. Like I was like, Daredevil nailed the action. A couple of these other movies and in, shows of in Daredevil it. that season one that one fight scene was just one long clip yeah like where they well, used they, the they have a similar one in season two too yeah yeah like the uh, stairway the, the stairway st- yeah. yeah exactly yeah. so I'll pass on it I feel like I'm good I think that's that's weird to me I, I want to watch a sh- I I don't watch shows yeah because they come out every week you know. But that's completely different to how Netflix does it, where they, they come out. All of it. All of it's right there. Yeah. So you could literally binge watch it in one day. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, you've already seen that ep- that episode or, or that clip specifically disoriented to you. So you just will kind it, of. I was already on the fence of it. And then that didn't win me over. And then the other stuff. It's just a culmination of everything. I was just like, I'm in no rush. Like, I'm already sort of like bogged with other things I want to watch yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I've, I'm already invested in. And like, Silicon Valley is coming back. I'm into. Um, Game of Thrones trailer came out today, so that's coming so soon. I, I wonder if 
if that for that specific episode or, or just whoever I don't know who directed Iron Fist, uh, Iron Fist oh. but could it could it be a, a way of or like it's showing Netflix getting cocky with how how many shows are coming out with and they think like they could just spew them out. I don't know if it's as much Netflix. Maybe it's more, I would put it more on the Marvel creative. Okay, like they're. There's a ton of characters, and yeah. they've handled the majority of them pretty well. But yeah, some of them, I think, like they're they might not have put all the like everyone on the team might not have been as passionate, or something happened. Yeah. I, I just feel like something happened where they didn't meet the standard, and it was bound to happen. You make this much good stuff, yeah. It, I mean, something's gonna fall through. Interesting enough, Marvel, Joss Whedon just got like there's rumors, if not like almost confirmed, he's gonna direct a Barbara Gordon Batgirl. DCU film. Oh, wow. Standalone. I was like, holy shit. He's like, get a little bit of Marvel, get yeah. a little bit of DC. <laughs> Billion dollar band, dude. Hopefully they get rid of Zack Snyder and put him in charge. <laughs> He's like, I I took care of you uh, too. Like, I'm the comic god. Didn't Zack say he was done after this last one or something? No, I mean, I think he's overseeing. Oh, who who said, someone said that we're done. I hope Joss Whedon said No, I think it's, it's Transformers, <laughs> whoever does Transformers. Oh, Michael Bay? Michael Bay. He said that oh, about man. before Marky Mark joined on, and he still made the Marky Mark one. Oh, There's yeah. Hayao Miyazaki. He's he's retired plenty of Eight times. Eight times, at least. <laughs> plenty of this times. This year. <laughs> but, okay. So, uh, what's, what's the first topic? Jang, you're up? First topic is, what's the scariest thing you've experienced in media format? Double Dutch. No. Media <laughs> format like... Like movies, games, <laughs> TV shows. Okay. Give me a second on that. What's, what's yours? Mine is actually pretty recent. Resident Evil 7. Okay. The backstory behind it was... So, you're trying to find your wife. And spoilers, you kill your wife in the, in the game. Murder. So, you got to escape the house. So, that's... You're, you defeat Jack, but then there's... Jack is the father figure, the patriarch of the family. There's a family in the house. Yeah, there's a family, and they're essentially the bosses of the game. Oh, okay. So you defeat Jack, and then you have Margaret chasing you. But Jack Who's Margaret? is Margaret's the matriarch. She's like the wife. Okay. And so Jack is creepy. He just stresses you out. He's always chasing you, grabbing you. But you eventually kill him. And Margaret, she's more chill. She'll just like see you, and you're like she'll just say like Get the fuck out, and she'll attack you with bees. <laughs> but so I'm like thinking, okay, wait, she's not that scary. So I texted my friend. I was like, you know what? Margaret is not that scary. Were you under the impression she was supposed to be like? So I'm, I'm well, no, no. As a game developer, if, I mean, if I was a game developer, I would always want a nuclear arms. Like it has to be bigger and better, bigger okay, and okay. better, bigger and better. So after just meeting Margaret, she's just super chill. I'm just like, okay, she's not that scary. And I text my friend. I said, I told him, hey, Margaret's not that bad. And I see her like from from afar walking outside. So I run to the door because I recently got a crow key and the door is a crow. So I go to open the door and she grabs my arm and so logically it doesn't make sense. Like how the fuck did she run from the outside of the house to there? She grabs me and it's like the the worst jump scare I ever got, dude. Like I jumped back like ten. See, feet. but that's because you weren't expecting it. You you saw her go outside. You're like, I'm gonna go chase her that's down. That's true. And all of a sudden, she's back inside the house. I had this sense of security because I saw her from afar, and I she was she wasn't doing anything. She was just attacking you with bees. So I was like, okay, she's chill. And I had this false sense of security, and that's how she you got got him. You didn't have enough time. And so Damn. that 
is the worst jump scare <laughs> so, of my life. <laughs> I can't think of, of the worst jump scare I've had, but the this the most scared I've been is when I went with a, a, a huge group of friends to go watch Paranormal Activity. Oh, um, and I had my memorable experience with that. <laughs> I, I'm generally not a fan of, of horror films. I just I don't like the state that they put me in. It's I'm not I'm not a thrill seeker. I'm not going for that. Any type of horror. Not necessarily. Like if you have like a slasher film like if, Jason. If it's 100 percent, yeah. Well, Jason's uh, did, fine. If it's 100 percent. I mean, like, those guys where they're just, like, chasing after you, but they're not, like, there's nothing more to it than just, like, a killer after you. Versus, like, a Freddy who's, like, psychological or, like, paranormal where it's, like, more mental. So, yeah, Freddy, Freddy Cougar is, is a much better movie for me as okay. opposed to, or a, a movie with Freddy Cougar in it okay. as opposed to Jason. I don't like that, that you know, just deadpan, like, constantly trying to get after you, okay. which is, like, how Jack is, I'm mm -hmm. assuming. Mm -hmm. Well, he's more verbal, too. I yeah, think he yeah. yells out, he talks to you, but um, he, he just walks slowly towards you. You're just, like, trying to... You're running, but you look back, and he's still the same distance somehow. I feel like someone was watching Looney Tunes, and they saw Pippa Le Pew and the little the cat, <laughs> and they're like, how can I make this... That's scary. Like, jack this to, like... Jordan, like, peel this, mm -hmm. like, turn it full horror. And they, that's what the inspiration was for them. But um, for me, we watched the movie. I, I wasn't, I, I mean, I had, you know, jump scares within the movie. But after the movie, I was maybe convincing myself, I'm not scared. There's nothing wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we, we, instead of going home, we all went to go to Denny's. And everyone's like, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. So we stay there until like seven in the morning until there was daylight. We watched it like on at midnight, you know, the, the, the release uh, showing. Sure. Um, yeah. And then we, we went to Denny's after the movie was over. We stay there until until there is daylight. And then everyone's like, OK, I think it's time. To... And I was like, I got I got stuff to do, guys. I need to leave. <laughs> and, and I was people's ride. So I, I ended up staying. Okay. Um, I drove a friend home. And it wasn't complete daylight. It wasn't really like... It was five, maybe. Mm -hmm. Five in the morning. There was about... like You could see the sun coming over the horizon, but it was still dark. Um, and I remember dropping my friend off. And he has this automatic sensor light. So he gets out of my car. He's walking. And his light goes off. And he jumps. Oh like, he's jumped God. as high as I've never seen a pension jump before. It was the funniest scene to me. And I'm thinking like, man, these guys, babies, you know, babies. <laughs> and I get home, still not completely, you know, light. Um, I have a question. What's up? Your home, is it two-story? It was a two-story. Okay. But I lived on the downstairs. Okay. Or I, I, I slept downstairs. Okay. Um, and I remember going into my bed and then I, I like laid down and I closed my eyes and I opened my eyes again. And all of a sudden I see a figure. Oh and I'm like, gosh. and I'm thinking, okay, this is just me just trying to, you know, convince myself that I'm scared right now. You know, there's nothing wrong. And the figure doesn't go away. And I'm thinking, like, maybe if I close my eyes and open them again, it's still there. I'm like, this is, I don't know what's going on right now, but this is not. So I get up, I go up to it, and it's a freaking vacuum with a jacket over it or whatever. And I'm like, I knew it, you know? And then I slept with the door open. <laughs> and I don't know why, which is funny. I think... Normally, you would think sleeping with the door closed would be safer because nothing comes in. But I had it open so that I can get out, I guess, <laughs> okay. in case anything was inside the room already. Get out. That's, <laughs> but that's that, yeah. That was the, this. And I think, I don't know if it was just me, but I think the fear of everyone is what continued to keep fear in me for that movie. Okay. And that was, 
it, it was thrilling to have that fear it was really fun i thought the next day you know i we talked to all our friends and we were like yeah this happened so it was just this a one-time happened. thing it was just a one-time thing yeah. i haven't had i haven't had that like I haven't it, been that it wasn't scared. a residual feeling of like the rest of that week you were a little uncomfortable no like it was just that that okay. night and then after that it was fine again i don't know what it is like that same movie hit me hard like i, I had that funny <laughs> moment i mentioned in the previous episode where the guy like perfectly timed a two at a at a scare but <laughs> i spent the majority of that movie looking at that stupid little like timer in the recorder or whatever the movie ends we it was like around 10 11 but anyway i go home and i was and i i was living with my folks at the time and uh my okay so give you a little bit of backstory my folks don't necessarily understand like uh Fear. personal space oh, okay. in the sense that <laughs> like I could be, uh, just to say, I could, I could be um, taking a nap on the couch or something, and they'll just, like, reach over me, like, while I'm napping, and I'll wake up, and they're just, like, right there. Some, like, I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> you, can, you can wait or, like, you go around or I don't know. So that's to give you a little bit of context of my terrifying thing. But, so I, movie ends, same thing. We saw it with, I saw it with a group of friends. I had an okay time. It was the first time I'd really taken the jump to... These sorts of scary movies. Earlier in my life, I tried doing like I gotta. Uh, I kind of feel like I want to try some scary movies, but I was always like, it's too. I freak out too. I don't, I'll I'll tell a story too about that. But I tried it with like a Freddy vs Jason. I was like, this is really campy. I'll laugh, <laughs> and it was. And I was like, okay, that was pretty funny. Like it was really over the top. Then I was like, Shaun of the Dead zombies. I can get into this. It's not like really terrifying me. I had a crazy imagination, so I had to really slow myself into it. Like, people are going to be like, man, Crush is a pansy. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I am. When it comes to this, like, mental stuff, it bothers the shit out of me. And Paranormal was, like, the epitome of that at the time where it's like, there's nothing there. It's all in my fucking head. Well, it w- so I, I go to bed, and I'm upstairs in my folks' place. My dad's a, got a lead foot. So middle of the night, like, I think, like, he wakes up at, like, 4 a.m., to like go to his work because he got a long commute. Like yeah. he's from like or- Irvine and Tustin to like Carson. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, really yeah. far. So he gets up fucking early. And he didn't see me the night before, so he's like, Oh, I don't know if he's there. So um I I wait I wake up to thud, 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 like his lead foot going up the stairs, like after he'd been getting ready to go to work. And all of a sudden I'm freaking out because it's still kind of dark and I'm just like in a daze. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. And then I, I'm like, okay, it's gone. He went to the bathroom or something. I go to sleep. I, I'm dozing back to sleep. Next thing I know, he's in the room and he's above me, closing the window above my head. <laughs> and I just wake up to him above me. I if the, if I, if the bed wasn't there, I would have been in, into the ground because I was jumping back. Back. I was terrified. And then I was immediately replacing that feeling with like frustration. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You not realize I just saw this movie. He didn't know what the fuck it was, but that scared the shit out of me. That's funny. But that's probably the most, like, real fear I've had. I've had some other stupid shit where it's, like, head games. Like, my early... I, I don't remember dreams very often, but there's two distinct nightmares I remember. One mm. when I was, like, nine. One when I was, like, four years ago. Three, four years ago. When I was nine, for some reason I thought... It was just, like, a, all I remember was terror. And the next thing I knew... I was running through a hall, and it wasn't even, like, ghosts. They were clearly, like, I identified them and acknowledged that they were just blankets. 
<laughs> with like holes cut out for yeah. like the ghost faces. But there was nothing under them. Like I could see through it and there was nothing. So I'm just like, it's just a silly blanket. But for some reason, it terrified the shit out of me. And there was two of them. So I'm running, I'm running through. The, it's like it, like a never-ending running. Real life Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> seriously. Um, and then I ran into my my room and then I go under the bed. And I'm like hiding. I'm like, okay, if, if, it lost me. Like it doesn't know around the house, whatever. Like I'm making these rationalizations. Like it doesn't know our house. That's what's going to stop it. And I can't hear him, so this goes. I like I'm hiding, and it's a clear white sheet blanket. I look up, and then the blanket that I'm hiding in is the inside <laughs> of the ghost. And that that I was inside the ghost tripped me the fuck out, <laughs> and I was freaking the fuck out. Like I woke up, I didn't sleep. Like my folks lie. hated me. They're like, I hit. I had. It's still to this day. I'm like traumatized by it. Wow. Um, so, so we know what you, to do you don't own to scare. White so like, it's me. the weirdest shit. Like, I'll go skydiving. I'll do some stupid, crazy shit, like with friends or something. But like, when it's in my head and it's like my imagination goes wild, there's no holds barred. Like, <laughs> it's a slobber knocker. But I started combating it. I was like, okay, if it free starts freaking me out, I start like, this might sound really, really stupid, but I start like thinking of my favorite heroes or fictional characters, and I'm like. They're gonna come in, like I'm gonna call them in, and they're gonna like be like, "Bitch, we got this," and they take out whatever I'm afraid of. John yeah. Cena. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, John Cena's coming in to save me," and freaking Ghostbusters come in with their their <laughs> phasers and like take it out or Men in Black. I'm like, I'm good, but it takes me a second to do that. So that's my, I guess the yeah the paranormal also got me pretty bad. Like, I I heard that Baladuk film and I it oh, interested in me, but it. I saw a trailer. And that freaked. That had the same effect. I'm like, this is gonna bother me. Like, if I see it, so you didn't see it. It was like a, a kid's book, but like once you open it and read it, like it's in your house. It, it becomes real. Well, it's sort of it. Like it manifests, and like <clears throat> I, the, the the real horror was like this kid and her mother, and they lost, I think, uh, uh, the husband. Yeah, yeah. And the horror that like the way the kid feels about the mother, and the mother feels about the son now, and like this thing was like a manifestation. It was an actually good story from what I'm hearing, but. The way they portrayed this thing was both childish and terrifying, and it kind of like played with imagination. It really, but like I saw the trailer and that bothered me. But it's a good film. Yeah, if you're if you're <laughs> not if you don't have the same stupid stuff that I have with horror movies, I think it's. I've have you of, seen Drag Me to Hell? Oh, that's no. a good. That's a good one. I, I know. Sa- so I love the campy stuff. Like I love Killer Cons from Outer Space, Reanimator. Reanimator is good. Reanimator is good. Evil Dead. Really. You should see Reanimator and the sequels. They're really good. They're okay. cheesy, stupid stuff. Um, Frankenhooker, not Frankenhooker. Yeah, Frankenhooker. Yeah, this guy, his girlfriend gets destroyed or shredded so to pieces. Reanimates her. No, so she gets shredded by this lawnmower that he made for her dad, and it goes wild and it shreds her, and he keeps her in all of her pieces in a fridge because he was working on making Frankenstein. He realizes he can make a Frankenstein work. He just needs like parts, like extra parts. So what does he think? He. <laughs> This is legit. I have the DVD if you guys want it. <laughs> he, in order to inspire um, genius thoughts, he takes a drill and he drills into his head, and he like it'll like engage the the stimuli the parts of his brain that are creative. So anyway, he'll do that whenever he needs an idea. He fucking picks a spot in his head that he hasn't drilled, and he drills a hole. He figures out he just he could probably use hooker hookers. So he goes and pretends to be uh, like a dude wanting to get laid. Gets a bunch of hookers, gives them this explosive cocaine where if you take it, you explode. 
like into pieces. So then he can take the parts, <laughs> oh use it on gosh. his girlfriend. The thing is, when he makes his girlfriend, she's now got the personality of some of these hookers. Oh. So she tries to go out and be a hooker. <laughs> and comedy ensued. Oh <laughs> if, my if comedy gosh, hadn't already ensued, dude. it ensued. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's my type of quote-unquote horror movies. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I like to think of those when the real stuff. But Drag Me to Hell, I've heard is also that's Sam Raimi. So like good. Evil Dead. But it is so good. It's campy, but it's also it's it's more on the 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 scarier side than really? it is the funnier side. Okay. Like it's not it's not ridiculously mm-hmm. bad. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> it's really good and scary. But it, it does have its funny moments. Okay. I mean, I used to look at Final Destination, and I'd be terrified. Because I'd, like, I'd try to go to the shower after that. Dude. I'm like, everything's going to kill me. I now know. I look at those movies, and I'm like, some writers were in a room. Like, how many different ways have you wanted to kill your kids? <laughs> like, let's just get them all, like, vented all into this movie series. And they made a movie series out of it. But at the time, I was kind of like, I'm the, floss, still, the I'm floss still, could kill me. Yeah, I'm This so microphone could kill me. <laughs> I'll like walk and see things above me and be like, I could just get crushed right now by this yep. imaginary piano. I'm next on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. I just want to add the it trailer. So good. Fuck. So good. Reminded me why I hated clowns. The Rugrats episode where Stu makes the the clowns robots. That reminded me of. Well, this reminded me of those, which also terrified me. But balloons and clowns. I'll have worst combination. It. I haven't seen the it trailer yet. They do a very different version of the Tim Curry one. Okay. But it's, I think they they don't make, so the movie was set in like 1980s, like small town. Mm-hmm. And I was worried that they were, just as, as an outsider, because I don't have any intention of watching this movie. But I thought they were going to make it like a modern day small town. Yeah. But they, they kept it like 1980s. So oh, I'm like, okay. I feel like more films are going to be like, hey, we can keep it in those time periods. People enjoy that. Like Stranger Things, people love that it yeah, was in the like a rural and yeah, Actually, Stephen King watched a final version of it and he liked it. Oh, this and, one? Yeah. Stephen King did not like... The, the first one? No, he didn't He didn't like The Shining. Oh, The Shining. And a lot of people loved that movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Cool. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Hype. Well, maybe. I mean... You should check out the trailer. I'm curious what you think. I'll have to look at the trailer. It's good. But I am going to watch it. I will for sure watch Hello, it. Hello, Georgie. You guys have to tell me. Okay. I, so I wikied the story. The story sounds good. And it reminds me a lot of his son, Joe Hill, who wrote a comic called Lock and Key. Similar, I get very similar vibes where yeah. it's like this like small town. There's a disturbing element to the town. They He incorporates a, a bit of like cool, like there's keys that open. These keys have special powers, which is very different from obviously from it. But there is like a horror element to it where it's not just the horror like a creature or something sci-fi but it's also it the character there's ugliness to like some people like there's evil there's these evil people and like they really are as bad as these like Mm -hmm. monsters and i was like i every time i i see a person i'm like we should do a comic episode but i highly recommend like lock and keys one of the few things that have terrified like there was a page once i've never at a comic (laughs) been scared of a page Lock and Key had a moment where I had like which, a jump back. Wait, which page is this? I'm kind of curious. It was just, it was the simplest thing. It was like one second, this boy is sitting by a well. It, this, oh, there's okay. no context. I think so, I know. But I, then the next second, there's, I think I know. there's a, there's a I thing or a person, I forget what it was, but someone, there was something that wasn't in the in the previous panel that mm-hmm. was in the panel. And the way its eyes were, oh, were okay. very I creepy. Like I remember. the way, art, very much props to that artist, but yeah. Gabriel Rodriguez. Yeah. Is that really the artist? That's that's oh nice. Yeah. 
Just... They recently came out with a one shot. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Wonder, I gotta read that. I gotta pick it up. WonderCon, I'm gonna pick it up because oh. IDW is gonna be there. WonderCon hype. So by the time this episode airs, you'll have the episode issue. Cool. Who's that? Is it me? It's you. Okay. So we've been talking about Zelda a lot, but I, we've been talking about movies, and I'm like, how can I mix the two? Let's do a fan casting. Like, if we could cast <laughs> a movie for Zelda of any, we, we could pick like. All the characters. It doesn't have to be a specific game. Just major characters that you know. Who would you cast as them? And I walk through it a little bit. I, I think... Tingle for me. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> I like was, his voice? <laughs> when, you, when you talked about Tingle, my first thought was, for some reason, Elijah Wood. Because he does really good, like, funny stuff. Yeah. You know, and I it, it reminded that. me of um, um, what what's the movie that he's in? Um, Wolf? No, Wolf. That's a show. Yeah, that's a show. But it, Sin I, City. No, I think it's what's the one where the guy's dead and he farts? Oh, Swiss oh, Army. Swiss he's, Army. He's not in that. That that's um Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. And, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's the dead the dead yeah, body. Yeah. That's the one I was referring to. So Daniel Radcliffe, I think, <laughs> as Tingle. Yeah, as Tingle. <laughs> Harry Potter. You're as a Tingle. Harry. And then they, they somehow make it like uh, like the um uh, like the Hobbit. How they 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 miniaturize them again. You know how because when you compare him next to people, oh right, because right, he's right. very tall. Yeah, yeah. Or not tall, but I mean he's, he's normal. Not, yeah, he's normal size. I you guess. would have him sm- shorter. You would have him shorter because I mean Tingle is uh, like a shorter, chubbier guy. I know he's yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's not very tall. Okay, so that's that. We got Tingle. Yeah, Tingle. It's a fight between. What's what's your Tingle? <laughs> I don't know, man. Danny DeVito, man. I'm gonna second. Yeah, that, that one was I'm really good. One. I don't think. I'm second. I'll have to backtrack mine. <laughs> not a not the guy from um, what's what's the the guy that played R two? Oh, I don't know. That was name. in Wicked. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, Will, uh, Willow wasn't. Is yeah, Willow, yeah, Willow, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Willow. He could be That's like it. that. Would be like a serious portrayal, like a dramatic <laughs> turn. Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah. Peter Dinklage. Tyrion. Oscar goes to Peter Dinklage for Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tingle, we got some good picks. Okay, let's go with a uh, with the more well known character. How about like, like Link? Zelda? Link or oh, Zelda? Oh, Zelda. Link. Okay. Link or Zelda. Link. I feel like the obvious one is Orlando Bloom. Yeah, because he's yes. played. He's already played an elf. He oh, looks like him. Okay, an elven. I kind of like the Peter Dinklage idea. I want to go for not kid friendly Legend of Zelda. We're gonna go Guy Pierce as Link. Oh wow! And we're gonna go. I'm gonna go um, for Zelda. No, for Ganon. Who's the guy who plays the Viper in Game of Thrones? I was. I thought you were about uh, to say Viper. And I was like Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Game of the, Oh, he was in uh, Narcos. He's, he's in Narcos too. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking Narcos. about. I'm gonna him say for Ganon. I'm gonna I say think so. I mean, s- you'd obviously have to have him. I'd, I'd see him as a young Ganon. CG. I'm gonna see. Or yeah, CG. Hugh Jackman as Ganondorf. Ooh, that'd be pretty cool. I'm trying to think of him as like a like a bluish skin. I kind of want to go for like a not not necessarily chunky like chubby but like bulky yeah it is a bulky i would say a like a Ru- russell crow right now maybe okay. goldberg <laughs> who's next <laughs> spears, spears. He got, he got, he's got the spear <laughs> um yeah i kind of want to go with like 
Russell Crowe, maybe. Uh, I w- oh, uh, the king, the king of Hyrule. I would have um, what's his name? Um, John Goodman. Oh, okay. Yeah. John Goodman or Jeff Bridges or Robert Baratheon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I Game can see that. Characters in there. Okay, we're gonna just do Game of Thrones. <laughs> Legend, Legend of, of Zelda. <laughs> Legend of Game of Zelda. <laughs> so you you want to go uh, Barath- Robert Fred, Baratheon? Fred Flintstone. Robert Baratheon. Wait, was he Fred? He, he was Fred in like the spinoff. Oh, okay. Because the, the original sequ- Fred. Not the original, yeah. That was, was John Goodman. John Goodman. Yep. I kind of... I want to go John. What do, you, what do you think? Do you think John's better or do you think Jeff Bridges? Wait, Jeff Bridges for the king? Yeah. I think, I think John Goodman. I think John Goodman's a John Goodman? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. He played a good dad in Speed Racer and he's, he's got <laughs> that look, I think. He grows a beard. Oh, we could just cast all of Big Lebowski. Like Jeff Bridges would be. He, no, Jeff Bridges is the king. John Goodman is Ganon, and John Turturro is Tingle. <laughs> Nobody fucks with the Tingles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, wait. We had Tingle. Yeah, I got John Goodman for the king. I'm gonna cast know. Beetle as uh, Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's your Navi? Oh my gosh! Wow, uh, I for some reason Julia Roberts because of her, oh yeah cause oh yeah yeah I can see that she doesn't have the voice but I would say Anna Kendrick oh yeah yeah she plays the cup song just <laughs> <laughs> shut up already <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're like announcing like she's yeah. just playing the cup song you're like oh, but shut up Anna <laughs> I mean Navi. <laughs> And imagine um, her opposite of Guy Pierce. <laughs> okay, maybe not. I, I really want Guy Pierce. You didn't have anything back on thoughts? I'm trying to think of like. I think of Guy Pierce from uh, Memento, where he had like the bleach hair. Oh, yeah. Mm. Daniel Craig. That's Link? No, well, he has blonde hair. I just yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be like the buffest <laughs> Link I've ever seen with his mouth. He's always like puckered lips, like. <laughs> Um, who else is there? <laughs> oh, the Deku Tree, the Great Deku Tree. That'd be more of a voice. James but... Earl Jones. That's oh, yeah. the Deku Tree. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Darth Vader as King Deku. <laughs> as King Deku. Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> Deku Tree. Um, who else? Zelda. The fish dude, the guy from Hellboy. And Silver Surfer. Oh the, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a that's a um a Zora. He's yes. a Zora. He'd be yeah, the yeah. prince. The prince from the recent current game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the ding. <laughs> it's always so like, oh what's up, guys? Those perfect teeth he's got. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He he did a Abe Sapien, and he did yes, the Abe in Sapien. Pan's Labyrinth. He was the eye monster. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. I, he I does like a lot of character. like makeup stuff. He did Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow. I don't remember his name. Me neither. Um, but I know what we're talking about. Okay. What about Zelda? For Zelda. I'm trying to think of someone that has an elongated face. What's, um, um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh my gosh. <laughs> as, as Epona. As Zor- e- oh my God. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> we got a savage oh, over wow. here. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of. <laughs> the perfect casting. Oh I don't know her name. Nailed it. <laughs> Zordo? Zordlo. 
Brian, what is Brian Cranston <laughs> as Ganondorf? That'd be cool. Dude, I could he, see him yeah. as a Red Power Ranger too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the girl's name. What's um, she been in? I, that's what I'm trying to remember too. But I don't ever recall the na- the the names of her movies. What can you describe for some movies? reason? We'll, we'll play like um, I can't describe her. I don't know. Okay. Zelda. Mm. That's a tough one. Would you? Oh, would you have a younger one or an older one? Wait, what, what's our? Okay, we, let's let's decide on a unified link. Who's our link? Well, I think Orlando Bloom. Oh no! I think the um, the time from in Ocarina let's do, of let's Time. Let's do adult when, when yeah, in Ocarina of Time when he when he goes in through the the time and he goes and becomes an adult. That that kind of the way those characters look is kind of what I'm trying to match. Mm-hmm. Okay. The the people with I think because I have an idea for Zelda, but it only de- it's very dependent on who we pick for Link. She plays the girl I'm talking about plays a, a, an elf in Lord of the Rings too. Oh wait, is it the older one? Is she older? Is no, she Liv no. Tyler or Liv Kate Tyler? Blanchett. Oh, Kate Blanchett. That's who I wanted Kate to pick. Kate Blanchett. I was going to pick Kate Blanchett, that... but it has to be like yeah, a more, yeah, an older, like be... if someone like Guy Pierce age, maybe. Or to do a CGI like Robert Downey Jr. In <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> Chris Kate Evans. Blanchett is perfect, but she's a little older. Yeah, it'd be she more, has that perfect like. It'd look. be a more mature. Oh no! You know who she could be? She could be um one of the Garuda, uh, ladies. Mm. From I don't know, we, we, maybe either the witch, yeah, you know, yeah. the, like the twin witches. Yeah, yeah. Or she could be just like the lead from their their town. Um. What about Goron? The Gorons. Who's the guy the who rock. played? Who's the guy who played um <laughs> in in fi- um Fantastic Four? The, the oh. rock guy. Michael Chiklis, the first one, or the new one? Is it the new one? Who, it, the, I don't know. I the feel old like... one had the guy from Shield. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's, the yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Just Coral. multiple copies of him. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio, <laughs> femaleized and. Oh uh, wait, yeah, there are female. Yeah, but they still look like the men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just they have like a, a bow on the back <laughs> of the head or something. Uh, Skull Kid. Oh my gosh. Um, X-Pac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... Someone with a... I think a good... Dan Stevens. I don't know who that is. He's Legion. Oh, okay. I know who he is. Is he the guy that pops out everywhere? He's the main guy. Oh, no. Then I don't know. He's a gold kid. I, I could see him doing like a little bit of a quirky... I don't I think for Skull Kid, uh, it, I mean, just because the name implies it, and it looks like a much younger body, I'd assume a, a much younger person. Okay. Um, but I can't think of a... So Zac Efron? No. He's not that buff. <laughs> I mean, he could be. <laughs> Zac Efron. Under, that's true. I mean... The mask affects him? Yeah, that's right. Who'd play the moon? William Defoe. <laughs> 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 just has a smile. Oh and smile, God, yeah. That would terrify the shit out of me. He just got that smile Holy as he's like coming fuck. towards the earth. No, the smile, smile just turns more evil <laughs> as it comes closer. It starts <laughs> turning into like a sea or it starts closing up. <laughs> Holy shit. Like the grains just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. William Defoe's the moon. <laughs> 
So Zelda Link, we gotta like that has to be definitive. Okay, I'm gonna. No. Damn it! The only cape punch it was young. Marky Mark. Yeah, I think we'll it's make a it rupee. older. We'll just make it make it older. Yeah, Kate dude. Blanchard. Zac Efron plays Young Link. Marky Mark plays no. Oh, okay. We could go two ways with this. Zac Efron plays Young Link. Mm-hmm. Marky Mark plays older Link. Mm. Or Marky Mark plays Young Link. It's a stretch. <laughs> But then older Link is John Cena. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> he bolts up. <laughs> I'm just gonna cast wrestlers <laughs> for everybody. No, I, I'm gonna go back to the first oh, one. Liv Taylor. Tyler. Liv Taylor. Tyler. Okay. Sorry, is who I was talking about okay. for Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah, it could work. She's a little bit older now, but yeah, if we. Yo, well, I guess I'm thinking. I, I mean, I yeah, I'm terrible with actors' names. So I'm sorry, guys. Thinking You're forgiven. <laughs> Did you like our idea? Zac Efron plays Young Link. Marky Mark plays Adult Link. I hate Marky Mark. <laughs> I hate him so much. He has so much stuff right now. He's in so much stuff right now. Good vibrations, bro. Oh my gosh. Dude. <laughs> He can ride Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> Epona. Uh, he's just—he's like, all right, time for some good vibrations. Busts out the ocarina. Danny DeVito in the back, skin tight suit. This is the best. This is the best movie ever. I just imagine Danny DeVito the way I'm sure this is how you're imagining it. How he is in um, uh, what's the show? Just, uh, always sunny, always sunny, sunny. Yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, but as Tingle. Yeah, just, just that's replaced. what gave me the idea. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh my goodness. So. That's good. You like the link? I like I like the link. And Liv Tyler is going to be opposite Marky. I I would change Marky Mark, but I mean you can. Well, who would you change it? I don't know. You could propose older the link. the ultimate one. I don't. I just don't know. An older link. I'm not too sure. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna one more try. Oh, okay. I know we're set on Tingle. But I kind of have a combo move here, and it works if we change Tingle. So older Link is gonna be not Danny. Danny. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Jonah Hill is Tingle. Okay. okay. Channing Tatum is Link. Yeah, I could see that. Twenty-four jumps. Yeah, twenty-four jumps. <laughs> and then opposite of Channing Tatum, Cuba Gooding Jr. No, 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 not Cuba. Uh, what's it? Ice. Ice Cube, Ice Cube is as good. Tingle. Oh, it's Tingle. He'd be pissed. No, Navi would be <laughs> Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. I don't know. No, who do we? No, the Anna Kendrick's good for for Tingle. Um, no, for Zelda, opposite of Channing. Mm. You still want to go live, Tyler? No, no, no. We can go somewhere else now, or someone else now. Um, I want to say Emma Stone, but she doesn't look like Zelda. Mm. Yeah. I feel like she's got big eyes. Hmm. Who? Who else? There's Emma Stone. Um, One uh, of the Tyrells. Oh, uh, the Dornish? Uh, not Dorn. Um, the one, I don't know her name. Um, she was oh. married to Joffrey. Yeah, yeah. The you mentioned her name earlier. Olivia? No. She, um, Mark. I don't remember. Yeah, I, the the one that had the smirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's now not with her, and she's in the prison thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? 
The one you know who you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. We we know who we're talking about. I like that one. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's good. Chang Tatum. Is that Link? What's the uh, the girl that was in, in House? I don't know. House. I don't Which watch. one? The one that went to Once Upon a Time? The first one or Olivia Wilde? Olivia Wilde. That's I can see Olivia Wilde. That's a good Olivia one. Wilde. Mm. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde or Martell? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to go with Olivia Wilde. Which one did you see becoming chic? Olivia Wilde. <laughs> yeah. I no, think I she's think so. much more yeah. physically... I don't know. Not physically fit, but I could see her more as a as like a, a nimble, a, a nimble. Yeah, even I can see them both though. But I see, I don't know. I see the the Martell one more like grounded she is, pound. She's more. Like, I don't know get, her. Like, yeah, physical. I don't know her more as a character or like as the other ones. But I've seen Olivia Munn and she's done some great stuff. Like, Olivia Wilde. Or Olivia Wilde. Olivia Munn. Olivia Wilde. Um, and she's done some great stuff, but I haven't seen the Martell. Very She's much. In, she Hunger was in Games. Uh, yeah, uh, Hunger Games, the later ones. She was like the muscle. Oh, I've yeah. only seen like the. Actually, I've only seen the first Hunger Games. Some might say you're better off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we have our definitive legends. I'm hyped for this movie now. <laughs> okay, what's your topic? So, <laughs> I feel like I always start everything with so. My topic is, is I'm very competitive. Okay. And I think it's associated with, with me playing video games. Um, and, and, and it's effective. It's, it's affected how my life is. I'm, I'm a competitive person when it comes to work. The reason I think I'm so good at my job is because I make it a personal competition uh, against my other coworkers. I mean, I, I don't tell them it's a competition, but, you, you but I will, like, you know, I see what they're doing and I strive to do better than that. Okay. Um, um, but I, I don't, I don't go out and be like, oh, I just beat you or yeah, I'm you purposely don't trying. It, I'm not gloating about it. I just it's do it internally and I just make sure I try to meet this goal every time. Cool. And, um, I mean, it, it's kept me good i've you know i haven't gotten tired of my job and i think it has to do with the fact that i make it i make it seem like a game you know i i I make it like a a, there's a scoreboard trying to reach the top level up you know get get to the next level um and and it it does a good job and and i i feel i've done that throughout my whole life i always make certain things competitions i don't ever tell anyone it's a competition but it helps me just you know get through a day or get through you know whatever we're doing as a group or okay. anything like that um and it i always i've never had an issue with it i've always had fun with it and i guess what i wanted to what where my topic is is um when it comes to either, either games or just hobbies in general how have hobbies affected you in your personal life or ah. living you know living your life this is way better topic than my topic. So you already competitively beat me. <laughs> um, I mean, that's an interesting. I think I've I've seen a lot of articles about like discussing this more, like gamifying your life to like make it. Mm-hmm. This isn't necessarily the competitive thing, but just looking as life as like a game. I came with it up with first though, but right, I mean, you were, you did you were the first one and you did it best. Let <laughs> the record show, but that that to me has been interesting. Um, so. I don't think – I think, okay, to, looking at just games, I can see an immediate effect that that has had on, like, my day-to-day. 
there's a lot of times um, where I'll, I'll look at like just the workplace and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go talk to these NPCs, which are my coworkers, <laughs> and they'll give me quests or they'll help me further along my quests. Job I'll have tasks. a bunch of side tasks and I'll have a main te- quest <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll think of it like a Borderlands or like a Destiny and I'll be like, all right, I got to, this is, if I want to finish the quest, I do this. If I want to get the bonus loot, I do this. <laughs> <laughs> or like the incentives, like you get rewards, like either you it will increase, like I, I don't look at it as more like loot. You get a free I look dinner at, out of no, it. No, no, I look at it more like. I've just uh, learned a new skill, or I increased my my um, ability to perform a different skill better, like yeah. like RPG stats. Um, and that, when I think of it that way, helps me get through my days better. I wouldn't say I always get the job done better, but yeah. I think like I perform the tasks more effectively. Like I get through each task, whether it be a small task or a big task. It's it's more internal. It's like. I'm just comparing myself to how I did them yesterday or the day before. Mm-hmm. When I do that, I don't always do it. Some days I, you know, I'm tired. You know, I'm just like I just want to get through this day. Yeah, and but I don't either. If I if I can and I get that extra enthusiasm, which is really hard. Let me tell you, you know, anyone who's who works, it's I think it's universal. Days can be tough. Yeah. Um, I try to do that when I when it's possible. Yeah, and there's days I can't, and I notice on the days that I that I well, not that I can't. I don't. I just don't have the urgency to just have like a a day like that. Right. And it is a, a worse day than it is other days. Sure. But I think it's a good habit that you've built because it it sh- should make ch- like doing it more subconscious. Yeah. It becomes a little bit easier to just do naturally versus yeah. like actively telling yourself I need to make an effort to do this because it's just like you've exercised that muscle. Yeah. And and, and what's, cool. what's funny is I mean when when I when I have a really good day it it is. I ultimately do see it as the game where I, you know, I looked at, I look at my, what I've done number wise mm-hmm. compared to my, you know, my other coworkers and I, I am, you know, higher than everyone else. And I feel like, man, like I just, I killed it today, you know? And I feel like at that point it's like a game, like a scoreboard and I got to the top, you yeah. know, but it just makes me feel good. Like I, I, I don't feel like I, I didn't try that day. I felt like I did try that. Yeah. Day. And it doesn't. I feel like I'm coming across as like I'm I'm you know I'm just trying to beat everybody I'm trying to but it it's it's just how I go about my day I, I feel better when I get when I when I feel like I did better because it just makes me feel like I've I've tried more. Sure, I think you got everyone's got to find what they want what they need to like make that day positive yeah. or com- come out with a boost of confidence. I think if you come out like that, that like whatever works for you works. Right. I mean, this is a I think a cool way. Try to think of other hobbies. That have done it. What about you, Jay? I put goals. So like when like I daily, what yeah, daily goals, weekly goals, because I got weekly reports, monthly reports. But I kind of put goals and I kind of know the benchmark because the job that I do is pretty much routine. Okay. So just put goals. But when it comes to games, like sometimes I get really laser focused and like I gotta platinum this. And then there are days where it's like, damn, this is work. And this yeah. is a video game. It's yeah, like, yeah. Damn, this He's is trying work. to pursue. Yeah. So, yeah. so right now it's just right now with Zelda, it's kind of chill. It's not like oh, I got a hundred percent. I want a hundred percent, but I'm just gonna take my time. Yeah, I think uh, looking at other things outside of just like the workplace, like that seems like the most evident place you could kind of apply this using your hobbies. But just like social life, it's like now I'm starting to see more in my adult life. Like I don't have as much time in the day to do everything I want to do. So it's like. 
which skill trees do or which social encounters do I want to like further along? Mm -hmm. Like I could spend the weekend just working on things just for myself and just like stay at home all weekend and just work on like things to improve or like fix up or clean up, maintain. And I look at that like, like a game, Mm -hmm. like those aspects of my character life or whatever. And then I look at like, Oh, you know, I could, reach out to social groups or like certain groups and like engage them more these you know other things more or go out on an outing with my girlfriend like managing all that i tr- i feel like it's a, ma- a game to a degree like mm-hmm. you're playing like an rpg where you keep i, I don't want to like demean it it's not a demeaning way it's more just like this is how i can quantify it and manage it because if I don't, it's just overwhelming. Right. It's like mm-hmm. I want to read books, I want to watch movies, I want to play games, I want to work out, I want to eat, I want to save money, I want to do like there's a bajillion th- like you cannot do that in a single day. Mm-hmm. So if I can break it up and be like, well, I kind of do what you do, Jang, where I'll split up my day. And this you don't. It's not necessarily a game thing, but I go the extra step and I'm like, all right, this month's main quests are boom, 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 and then mm-hmm. the day to days become the the the, the mini quests or like the sub quests you yeah. go through like the steps that helps me get through the months better and then I look at the end of the month and I'm like did I hit my main quests and if I did then I can look at the like I look at the year quests or like goals or whatever you want to call them and I'm like that's another step towards that and I just keep expanding it out and it's like a bigger milestone from there but it, like it also goes down to like those day to days whatever um, I think sometimes when I was younger, um, I'd watch way more movies. I worked in a movie theater, and that bled into like the rest of my life. And that I treated, I think I, a lot of the, the drama that I had in high school, like it wasn't me necessarily. It was more like a couple. A lot of my friends had like drama with them, and um, I treated it like it was a movie. So it, I didn't take it as seriously. And I'm glad because it was like, looking back, it was stupid shit. <laughs> I sh- I wish I just did. I saved my time and did other stuff, but <laughs> I was around that and they'd fire. And I'm like, God damn it. Just shut up. It's just like this movie. You're Raymond. You know, <laughs> or that, or like something like that. And I would just be like, I got to go to Kmart. Yeah. The other word, the Kmart, the Kmart. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, my, my life is like this movie. It's like a comedy, blah, blah, blah. Or today, I wish it was like a motivational sports movie. I went over, you know, <laughs> I for a long time when I was trying to get into college, I treated everything like the movie Rudy, where I was like, mm. I'd be like Rudy, uh, like that. It motivated me, but at the same time, I was like, am I bound to this? So for a while, movies and stuff played into like okay. how it affected me going about my stuff because I would constantly compare it to that. Maybe, so. maybe it's just like the current, like how how much. How much not, not media? Well, I get, yeah, media that you're taking in will influence how you think about your your day to day tasks. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, like you have you you use something to motivate you. You know, I'm I've always played games my whole life, so I think I'm using that to yeah, you know, to to find a way to to motivate my day. I make you know, I make my day. I I mean, I don't see it exactly as a game specifically for work you know we have to reach these certain numbers sure and so i just always try to get you know the, the the biggest numbers but i i help um you know we have different departments um you know i'll call them they're they're swamped so I'll, you know i'll take up some work from them i'll do that You're while meeting support. yeah playing support while, while meeting rate. my own goal you know <laughs> um carrying other people's weight <laughs> cool makes it sound so bad um, no i mean everyone like people get overloaded and yeah. there's always work like 
there's no shortage of work for a lot of places. Like I'm sure yeah. most people can relate to that. But being a support for that, like it all that doesn't mean like one person's better than you. It just means like, hey, I'm, we're looking out for each other. I can trust. I can rely on each mm-hmm. other. And so that's a good. I think a good attribute to have. And then it's good for them to know that you know back and forth. Like maybe then they when they have the same thing, they yeah. can do the same for you. Yeah. Um, for a while, I remember I was struggling like staying motivated with like my schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And the only way I can like make it interesting was by like, I'm saying like a lot now, um, by relating it to to day-to-day stuff as best I can. So I would try to incorporate concepts that I'd seen in my studies and I'd be like, this, like, oh, that movie scene was really cool. You could probably calculate the velocity of Vin Diesel <laughs> flying through the air, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, I'm making, I'm using, even if it was a stupid joke, right. it, like, it probably, like, it wouldn't work, but relating it that way. Like, uh, for instance, um, one of the previous Fast and the Furious movies, there was the runway thing. Everyone was looking on articles, like, how long was that runway based on, and you're doing math and science and stuff to, like, figure out, Based on the speed they're going and the weight and the size of that plane, I was doing that on like day-to-day stuff. So um, that helped me a lot in staying motivated and pushing through a lot of my school. The um and the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I had many homeworks where I did my homework, but in it, I would take a break and I would sketch something. And I, and I did stuff like... Uh, like it was electricity. It was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator, and he says the resistance will be back. Like I was put my answer, and I drew the sketch to like relate yeah. to it, or I changed the quote. See, and I think that helped you out a lot too. You were using movies at the time. Yeah, quotes. You know, but I'm sure you were multiple different things. Sure, you might yeah. you might have not remembered it, but you might have implemented games. But you know, to help you out, you were remembering certain things, like uh, you know, the symbol for resistance. Uh, when it comes <laughs> yeah. to electrical engineering and stuff like that, um, you know, and, and you were able to easily remember certain things. I, I do the same thing. I'll, I'll make it like a, a game or a rhyme maybe sure. to, to remind remind me of these things. I, mean, that, I don't think that's necessarily um, showing that, you know, a game had influence on that. But I'm sure a lot of people will make rhymes or, yeah. you know, one of the things is to remember – larger numbers you're remembering in groups as opposed sure. to individual yeah, yeah. numbers you know so you think of a one number in in a group of four to remember like a you know a number that's in the, a million or something like that okay so yeah i mean i i know people that keep everything separate they don't let their hobbies infl- like blend into the other aspects of their life and to me like god i'm saying like <laughs> i'm catching myself now um to me that I don't like separating everything that way. I feel like everything in my life attributes to each other. I feel like we're, you guys are the same way. Am I, am, am I getting that? Sense? Well, um, I don't like to show. It's I'm, I'm a weird kind of guy. I, I love. Yeah, I was going to say. That, <laughs> that I, I love to delve into, you know, my hobbies in life physically, but I don't like to show it off. I don't, you know, I don't put stuff on my car like um stickers or stuff to show that you know i love games i love this specific movie i love these different things but you talk to me and i love the fact that um i i love the fact that i you talk to me about it and i just i'll, I'll talk to you yeah, like sure, you know sure. day and night with it but i just don't show it I don't, right right it's not as evident like yeah 
you, you do it so internally that mm-hmm. it runs in like what yeah. you're doing, but it doesn't show every day. Like mm-hmm. that. Cool. That's cool. That was a good. I like that. I didn't think about it, a lot of that stuff that way. Um, I think now I'm going to be pondering about this a lot. <laughs> and I hope our audience is too. Yeah, we can continue Daily on quests. next time. Yeah. Maybe. Optional I'm, I'm kind of curious if, uh, yeah, if you, any of the listeners, if you have things that you feel like you hobbies have, in what way have they affected you guys? I'd be curious. Uh, I think we'd be kind of interested yeah, to hear. please let us know. Yeah. Um, with that, uh, I think that's a good way to conclude the episode. I hope everyone enjoyed uh, listening to us. And uh, you can follow us at the Weekly DLC. We have a Facebook page now. As some of you might know, um, I have still my... So- we have our social media. I'm at Kujo Prime. I'm at the Fulio. At the Last Bosses. And uh, you can probably check us at the Weekly DLC. And we have an email. If you ever have any questions, suggestions, or anything you don't want to like post publicly, you could email us at... Ask. Um, the deal the weekly dlc at gmail.com so hit us up we'd love to hear what you think if you have comments questions topics you want to hear heard maybe or hear us discuss that'd be great uh, we always encourage it so we want to get your feedback uh, on anything we've got a lot of feedback so far and it's been fun so yeah thank you guys yeah and we will dlc you later finally <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.